What's going on, buds? This is Spuddy McGee here with Buds and Sports with another edition of Spuddy's Quick Picks. We are at week six of the NFL season. Finally, I feel like teams are starting to settle and showing their colors now. We know who the good teams are. We know what the bad teams are. But we also know the trap games. So, before we get into it, let's go over my last week's record. For just picking straight up who's going to win, I was 12-4. Not bad. Uh, when we go with the spread and over and unders, I was actually 10-6. and six. Really surprised by that. I did really, really, really well. Um, yeah. Um, I w- at first, I was like, uh, it's not going to go my way. But as the game started to end, it started going into my favor so i was like damn did a nice job this week so when it came to week five i did great on the spreads and over and unders Uh, for for some reason it just worked out for me (laughs) anywho to start off week six we're gonna go over the buys this week for four teams this week we got the falcons we got the saints we got the jets and we got the niners so keep that in mind they are not playing this week. All right, jumping right into things. Thursday night game, we got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the Philadelphia Eagles. Um, one of the games I did lose of choosing was the Eagle and Panthers game, and Eagles pulled out the dub. Um, I was expecting a close game between them because Eagles' defense matched, matched up pretty well against Panthers' offense without Christian McCaffrey and that ended up being the real um, deciding factor, I felt, because Darnold had about three interceptions that game and um, just gave more opportunities for the Eagles offense to try to do something. They ended up with the dub. Um, Buccaneers handled Miami pretty decisively. Uh, no shock there. So they match up for this Thursday night game. And um, I'm expecting a, another decisive win for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. The only, I, I guess the only shocker would be, you know, it's a Thursday night game, short week, so anything could happen. But I don't see Eagles offense really doing too much against the Buccaneers defense, despite the injuries that Buccaneers have. And Buccaneers offense is, is just too strong for this Eagles defense. I expect Buccaneers to score around 30 to 40 points this, this game. Eagles, they could muster up 20 points, but... I got Bucks. They'll cover their seven-point spread. But um, with that being said, I think it's going to be a 52-and-a-half under for me for this Thursday night game. So, um, yeah, Bucks. Up next, we got the Dolphins versus the Jaguars in London. Yep, they're back at London again. Um, This is... From the past conf- um, matchups in London, it's known that Jaguars are known as the home team there. They have a pretty big fan base there, so I'm going to give them home field advantage here. And I think this is where they're going to get their first win. Um, they played against Titans last week, and hang it, they hung in there, but at the same time, they couldn't get it done 
But I feel like against Dolphins, it will go into their favor. It's going to be a close game, but um, I think Jaguars should win like a 24-21 um, game in London. I think Trevor Lawrence is finally finding a little bit of his footing now. He's already played about five games already. Got a lot of the rookie mistakes out of the way. Still probably make mistakes, but the 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 the, the little mental ones are gone now. So that's good. They're finally using James Robinson. Good on them. Still need to use them more, but good that they're using them. Um, and Jaguars have a little bit of a receiving core. Honestly, they lost Chalk um, Junior, but um, they still got some some key components on that um, offense to get to get the ball in the end zone receiving wise. Um, I think for the Dolphins, Tua comes back. I think so. I mean, they might activate him. We'll we'll find out probably by Tuesday, Thursday. But even with Tua, I feel like the Jaguars should end up winning this game, even though they are the underdogs. But their offense ever since um, Tua has went down has been stagnant. But even with Tua, it's been kind of stagnant as well. So... I don't think that will change. But one of the biggest disappointments in this Dolphins team is their defense. Um, defense looking not looking too Chris. I think it has to do some, some of it with the injuries and just play has not been the same like last season. But Jaguars should get the dub. They got the spread going in their favor anyways. Um, I think it'll be under 47 points this game. 24-21. 24-21. That's, that's what I'm calling. Jags win. Up next, we got the Packers and Bears in the divisional game. Um, another shocker last week was the Bears beating the Raiders. Um, I don't know what, what's going on with the Raiders. I don't know what this whole John Gruden thing, coaching-wise, if it affected the locker room, yada, yada, yada. But play-wise, very disappointed that they couldn't even score – over 10 points against the the Bears. Is the Bears defense waking up again? I don't know. But um, Bears were able to score 20, 20 points on them. So that was very, very interesting. Even with no David Montgomery. But they're playing against the Packers. Um, Packers, ever since their fluky week one, haven't lost a game. Um, Aaron Rodgers doing his thing. Defense is playing just good enough. But um, I think Green Bay should take care of the Bears this um, this matchup. Um, I think it's going to be a close one. Don't get me wrong. It's going to be a close one, probably one-score game. But I feel like Packers should win, cover the spread, and it's going over 45 points. It might be like another 27 24, 21, 24 type of matchup. Who knows? But I think it's going to go over 45. Packers have the offensive power to just win it anyway. So I got Packers on this one. Up next, we got the Detroit Lions versus the Bengals. Detroit is home. Still looking for their first win. Um, I think this is going to be another good game. Despite what the record says for Detroit, they're they're trying. They're trying. This um, they're not the most talented roster, but 
they keep on fighting. They got some holes in their offense and defense of what they can improve on, but that doesn't mean they're not trying. And um, they're going to put up a, 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 a game against these Bengals team that a lot of people thought were going to not do good, but they're over. They're definitely overperforming of everyone's expectations. Joe Burrow has time, so Joe, Joe Burrow is making the throws he needs to make. He has a nice supporting cast, as in Joe Mixon, T. Higgins, Jamar Chase, um, Tyler Boyd. Nice supporting cast that's happening for Joe Burrow. Lines making the the necessary blocks, basically giving them time good the defense is actually very surprising too they're they're doing very very well um i feel like very close game but detroit sorry you gotta wait till next week to get your first dub i think Bengals have this game they'll cover their spread of three and a half points but i do think it's gonna be 47 and a half over the spread of the total score so i got Bengals winning uh, up next, we got the Colts. We got the Texans. Um, very interesting matchup. They're both one and four, but I think we all know who who is the better one and four team, and it's the Colts. Um, Colts had some tough matchups early on, and competed definitely competed for um um for their losses, as weird to say, but um. The Monday night game was kind of heartbreaking. Their line kind of failed them. Um, hopefully, it doesn't happen again against the Texans. But um, Texans showed some life on the offensive um, um, position compared to the last few weeks. Um, still got a loss against the um, Patriots, but were able to put up 22 points, and um, Mills was able to really do that in Buffalo or Carolina. So um, nice change of pace there. But I think Colts are just going to handle the Texans. They're going to manage the clock. It's going to be a close game. But um, Colts should um, definitely handle the Texans. But I'm going with the Texans against um, the spread. So um, Texans are going to have the nine and a half point advantage. I'm going to go with them. So Colts are going to win, but Texans are going to cover the spread. Their their portion of the spread. Um, yeah, the, that spread is nine and a half points. So I would give it to the Texans. Um, over under is going to be forty two and a half points. I will actually pick for over. I think Texans will be able to put up some points again. Um, Colts kind of like are scoring around the 20, 20 point range, and I feel like they'll do that again. But they'll win, they'll be the Texans. Next matchup, we got the Rams versus the Giants. Um, this is gonna be a nice, juicy matchup for fantasy purposes, and it's mainly towards the Rams. A lot of upside for them. For the Giants, a lot of plug and play players. I'm not expecting too much from them. They dealt with two major blows on the offense. Um, actually, three. I mean, the first two is Daniel Jones and Saquon Barkley. Most likely, they might not be playing. I mean, Saquon is definitely not playing. Um, Galladay, also, who got out, hyper-extended his knee. Not looking like he's playing either. I think Daniel Jones is not coming back from his uh, concussion protocol. So, fill those guys in. You got a pretty um, green squad. 
I don't expect them against expect them to do too much against this Ram defense. So that's why Rams should have a field day against the Giants. Um Yeah, um Rams played Thursday last Thursday against the Seahawks. Won, but almost Seahawks almost came back with Geno Smith. So that was pretty interesting, but um they should take care of business against this struggling Giants team. I got Rams. They're covering the 10 and a half spread as well. And the over under is going to be 47 and a half. They're going over. I got Rams. Up next, we got the Kansas City Chiefs versus the Washington football team. Um, It's weird to say that technically Chiefs are struggling, but they're not really struggling because they are playing some um, hard opponents. So it's just not going their way this year. Let's just say that. Storyline for the Chiefs is to be clawing back towards a playoff spot. And I feel like that's going to be the continued trend this year. But with that being said, they should handle the Washington football team. Um, Speaking of Washington, they are, um, they're like that annoying football team that doesn't know when to quit. They could be down, but they're still fighting and it helps with this offense led by um, Heineke right now. Um, basically, always always a puncher's chance because Heineke just loves to sling the ball around. So there's always a, a possibility that Chiefs defense, which is not the greatest, will allow some big plays to happen. So I think Washington will keep it a game. But Chiefs will definitely win this game. But will they cover their seven-point spread? I think yes. I think Chiefs will cover their seven-point spread. Um, expecting like a 30-point, 30, 20-point 30 game, 30-20 the final score, something like that. So um, Washington's going to have some moments to, you know, shock the Chiefs, but Chiefs will handle business towards the end. Um, the over-under is going to be 55 and a half. I think they'll go over it. I think they'll go over it, yeah. I got Chiefs against the Washington football team. Up next, we got the Vikings versus the Panthers. Though they are 2-3, and three, Vikings, at least on the offensive end, show up and compete, to say the least. They've lost in all very close games, but at the end of the day, their defense also does not help them out in situations, so... Um, Vikings offense though is very consistent. Even with Dalvin Cook not playing last game, uh, Madison uh, came in, ran for a hundred yards, had himself a good game. Uh, on the other hand, for the Panthers, they're three and two, lost two in a row, so they're looking for a bounce back, definitely, especially against that Eagle loss. That was a very tough one because, um. Sam Darnold made his most mistakes that game and um, kind of blew it for the um, Carolina. So we're about to see a bounce back game. Hopefully they do. I think Carolina's def- defense should handle Minnesota's offense. So that's why I give the advantage to Panthers this week. Um, they're actually the underdogs. Um, plus one, though. Very close game, but plus one. Still underdogs. And um, that's what I'm going with. And I think the over-under is going to be 46. 
But I got um, Panthers one. Up next, we got the Los Angeles Chargers versus the Baltimore Ravens. Both teams endured very um, close games. One was a definite shootout. The other one had a come come from behind um, tied to overtime, then win. So congratulations to both. But this week, they play against each other. Um, Baltimore is in an interesting situation because they're known for the run, but they haven't really been excelling on that portion of the field when it comes to their offense. Um, It's kind of been their weak spot just because they have no committed back to fulfill the roles of the the players that they lost throughout the, throughout the season, actually before the season. So they're kind of just, I don't think they're confident with the players that they got. I think for me personally, feel like they need to start developing confidence within them. But the way that they're going though, right now it is what it is, but Ravens are throwing the ball a lot more. And Lamar Jackson is answering the call. We've always known he has it in him. It's always just been kind of just, the sporting cast around them if they're able to help Lamar out. And so far, so good. They're 4-1. And, one. and um, I expect another big throwing game from Lamar against the Chargers. But speaking of the Chargers, um, they're on a roll right now. They're scoring high. Um, Justin Herbert is looking real crisp right now. Um, ready to go in midseason form. Has the momentum of the AFC west right now and things are looking good for him defense is playing pretty good too um now against this cleveland um they, they allowed 42 points but i don't think that's going to be the case this week i think they play a, a little bit more friendlier um matchup when it comes to um defending the pass but we'll see what happens when it comes to defending the run but i got my money on chargers this game and Chargers are the underdog, and they're giving them three points, so I'm taking that as well. But um, thing is, I think it's definitely going to be a close game. I think the over/under is going to be over the 51 and a half points, but Chargers are going to come out with a dub. I'm going with that trade right now. Is that after they won't beat the Raiders, they're going to win three straight? I know it. After that, so they're going for two two, uh, two win streaks since then. That's what I'm going with. Um, up next, we got the Cardinals versus the Browns. Another um, potential shootout right here. Um, Cardinals last week played against San Fran. Wasn't a shootout, but um, they were able to get the dub um, against a struggling 49ers team. And the thing is, besides that game, they're able to score over 30 points. Last week was a division game. This week, not. So I think... They should at least co- uh, um, at least go to 28 points, at least, the Cardinals. Um, defense is looking nice right now. Offense, offense is looking nice right now. Kyler Murray looking like an MVP. We'll see if it continues against this Cleveland Brown team. Um, Cleveland's running attack is just, I don't even know what to say. They, they're running on all cylinders right now, whether Chubb is running the ball or Kareem Hunt is running or catching the ball. They are just operating so smoothly. 
Um, that is a dangerous rush attack that they got there in Cleveland. Um, even though Baker had a 300-yard game, um, I feel like Baker still needs to answer the call by trying to get the ball to his receivers, a.k.a. OBJ. Definitely needs to go to OBJ. Um, will help him out, help him, help him out a lot if they actually get the ball to him, but we'll see. Um, Cleveland's defense is very, um, they could definitely stop you, but at the same time, allow a lot of points. Like last week against their loss against the um, Chargers. So they're up and down. I think the Cleveland defense buckles down just a little bit, but they're playing against Kyler Murray in this high-octane offense. Um, I don't think it's going to be enough to stop the Cardinals and the um, Browns offense. I don't think it's going to pair well against this Cardinal defense. Um, I got my money on the Cardinals. Cardinals are actually the underdog, too. Um, Very weird, but I got the cards. Two and a half point spread. Um, I got the over of 49 and a half points. Definitely going to be a shootout, I feel. I got the cards. Up next, we got the Cowboys versus New England Patriots. Of course, I'm going with my boys. Of course, I'm going even with the spread. But I do say they'll be under 50 and a half points this game, total-wise. For me, I feel like the Cowboys will definitely score over 28 points this game. Um, It's just a matter of fact of what the New England is going to put up. I don't think they're going to be putting up that much points. But um, still, they have some good receivers if Mac Jones could get the right protection and get the ball to them. We'll see because Dallas' defense is really good right now. They allow a lot of po- they allow a lot of yards, but they are the top turnover team right now. And sometimes that the turnovers outweigh the yards allowed because they don't allow too many points either. You know, they only allow the points on the second half when the game's already in cruise control. But when they have to buckle down and cover, they do their job. So. I mean, we'll see what happens this game because Patriots are different at home. But then again, this season, they haven't won a game at home and they're looking for a win. So who knows what's going to happen? Maybe Belichick has something in in his bags of tricks, but I still got the Cowboys winning with the spread and over under being over 50. We got the Las Vegas Raiders versus Denver Broncos next. Um, After what happened with the Raiders of what's been going on. I, until they get another win, I'm going to go against them because that type of stuff that's happening right now, when it comes to Gruden right now, leaving after what they found with the emails and things like that, it's going to affect the team. And I think it's going to take a while for the Raiders to actually come back from this weird situation. They lost they lost the last two. They got themselves a division game against a Broncos team that lost the last two as well. So it's gonna be intense, but I think the mindset of the Raiders are out of funk right now. They're out of rhythm. Um I'm gonna give the the, the advantage to the Broncos this game because of all that. Um the spread is um 
giving three and a half points to the Raiders, but I'm still taking the the Broncos on this one. They'll cover it. The over and under is going to be 44. I think they'll go over it, but due to the fact that's what's happening right now, I'm probably going to go against the Raiders, unless it's something ridiculous that they're going to be playing against. Probably going to go against the Raiders, even on the spread. Um, I, I like the Broncos in this one at uh, mile high. Sunday night football, we got the Seattle Seahawks versus the Pittsburgh Steelers. Um, Steelers were able to develop a pass protection, so Big Ben was able to throw the ball this game. But the unsung hero of the offense is probably Najee Harris. Najee Harris has been having a big volume for that offense, and he sets the tone for the offense, to be honest. So I think he's going to have a really good game against this suspect um, Seattle defense. And with that being said, uh, Russell Wilson's out. He had to get surgery on his, uh, I think, his throwing finger. So it's not looking good for him for a couple weeks. But they had Geno Smith come relieve him, and he did a pretty good job relieving Wilson by making a little comeback. Didn't work out, but um, I guess that gives him faith in the next couple games if they um, prep him correctly. But against the Steeler team, I think they uh, get a little streak going on for them. Um, Seattle defensively has been playing very well, especially against... um, uh, the run. So I think Steelers have the advantage in this game. They're at home as well. I'm picking the Steelers. And I'm picking them for the spread. The Four and a half points going against them. I'm picking, I'm picking Steelers still. But it will be under 42 and a half points. I think it's a low scoring game. And for the last and final game, Monday night, Buffalo Bills versus Tennessee Titans. Bills are looking like the best team in the AFC right now that put up points. Their defense is playing really well. Uh, what more can you say? Um, Gained a lot of help on the offensive front. Their number one receiver is acting like a security blanket right now, which is actually a great thing. I've always, in a weird way, me saying that, it's actually a great thing. What better to have the best person with, your, with the best hands be your security blanket? Because they have the um, personnel to um, go ahead and do those types of situations. So, you know, it sucks on the fantasy-wise. Diggs is not putting up last year's number. I'm kind of sad because I have Diggs in all my fantasies. But in a team aspect, it's actually really great that when he gets his number called to get him out of the rut, he could be that guy. But until then, you know, spread the ball as much as possible. Give it to Knox. Give it to Sanders. You know, Bill's offense looking nice right now. And that defense. Defense causing turnovers as well. And caused two shutouts. So that's kind of hard to compete with. And they got a tough task in stopping Derrick Henry this week. Um, Titans, really, um, really strange team on, my, on what I think. Um, they're 3-2. and two. Offensively, they're, they're only great in the run. Uh, their pass yardage has not been too oppressive this year. I don't know if Tenny Hill's getting exposed this year or not, but he's not looking crisp as the last two years he's been with the Titans. Um, Julio Jones has been injured. AJ Brown has been injured, but it seems like you know the ball is not getting to him as as good as they would like it. And 
putting a lot of pressure on Derrick Henry. And if they stop Derrick Henry, the Bills, um, Titans are fucked. <laughs> Defense ain't, play, uh, ain't helping them out either. They, uh, they allow a good amount of points. So we'll see what happens to Titans from here on out. But I got the Bills. They'll cover their five and a half point spread. This game will go over 54 and a half points. And that's it for this, the quick pick since the buys happened. So um, for the next couple of weeks, you're probably going to get a little bit of shorter episodes. That's good for everyone. You don't have to hear me talk so much. But you already know the deal. Subscribe. Follow us. Stay tuned. Search us up on search bars on your platforms, your podcasting platforms, Buds and Sports we got all the NFL knowledge, content, all that, all that sorts. We got that. And also, NBA coming soon. NBA coming soon. We'll get some commentary on that. Have some different characters talk about NBA. We'll get that going as well. Because we're trying to cover, you know, the main, the main shit. The main shit we want to cover. So, NBA is coming up. And we all love the NBA. So, we want to talk about it. So that's it. I'm Spuddy McGee. Those are your quick picks for week six. I'm out.